happy 2024, everybody! Yay! Happy New Year! I hope everyone had a great holiday season and you're celebrating your 2024 today. I hope everyone had a great 2023. I did. Today's episode, I'm going to talk a lot about my past year. It's going to be a super chill episode. I have a friend from work as a guest star today. Um, but we talk about kind of things that happened last year, what we're looking forward to this year. Very chill, easy listening, if you will. Um, but I just want to take this time to say that I'm very grateful for everyone who listened to any or all of my podcasts this past year or last year, technically, and is planning on listening to any or all of them this upcoming year. That means so much to me. And I'm very proud of myself for kind of getting around to doing this after a year of wanting to and I hope that 2024 brings nothing but success for my podcast and I hope that everyone loves listening to it so much because I really love doing it. So let's get started with today's 2023-2024 wrap-up video. Oh no wait it's not a video it's a podcast. Let's go! Coralie, welcome to Kind of Radical. Hi, it's so great to be here. <laughs> On my floor. It's so nice. Thank you. Um, so everybody, this is my friend Coralie that I met at work. We work together. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> um, we met in August. Yes, and it was super memorable. Like the first time that I met you, you came in like fireworks. Okay, I have never seen such bright-eyed, ready-to-work energy. Like when you came through the Mm -hmm. door. Sorry, you're not gonna be able to see it, but she had her hands above her head, and she was just waving them really high. And she's like, "I am so happy to be here." I was. Yes. Um, I was really happy to be there because I had just had seven months of a job where I worked by myself inside all day alone. So I was really excited to meet people. Um, yeah, I don't actually remember that. Well, I remember a little bit of it, but I do remember that after my interview, I just found this out a few weeks ago, but our boss said that the person who interviewed me after the interview like went back and he was like, that girl had like crazy energy. <laughs> that girl, that girl had, was really excited. Was and he like, was like, "She needs to be she here. Need, she needs to be here selling chicken." I guess is what they all decided. So well, I loved it, and it was very was, memorable for me. Yeah, for sure. not as memorable for me. Maybe that's just how I normally am. Well, you do have a lot of energy. Yeah, I do. Um, Okay, so today's episode is not going to be my typical kind of radical episode. It's going to be less than radical, one might say. Uh, We're just going to do kind of like a chit-chat today. We're going to go over our 2023. We're going to talk about our exciting new goals and ideas and plans for 2024. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. How was your Christmas? It was great. I spent it with my family. Good. Me too. I also spent my Christmas with my family. It was good. We had a lot of good food, and I just love spending time with my siblings. Any time's great quality time. You have a lot of siblings. I do. Yeah. As I talk about a lot. You do. You're always like, my sister? (laughs) My sister said this. They're going to listen to that later and be like, what did I say? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, fair. Um, do you want to start our year in review? Um, yeah. Okay, so, this, okay, as we'll discuss a little later in the episode, Coralie's a big travel girl. She really likes to travel. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about some of her trips and stuff. But let's start this off with what was your favorite trip of 2023? Um, by far it was when I went to Thailand, um, to visit my friend Nancy um, she just got her visa to go to Canada, so it'd be kind of cool to go and see her there. But, um, Thailand was amazing. I wish I could have spent more time there. I was only there for a couple weeks, um, but we made sure to really pick, pack in everything we could during the time that we were there. And what was your favorite part of the trip? Um, my favorite part was definitely, um, we started the trip in Phuket, 
Um, and that is where Nancy's family's from and where... It's like south, north. That's or... very south. That's super south, like okay. Thailand. And you'd have to go really far north to go to Bangkok, which is what we did later. Oh, yeah. Um, but Phuket's very at the bottom. But I would say my time there and spending time with, like, what her day-to-day looked like and staying with her family was top tier. Loved yeah. It. And you said you tried to speak the language a little bit. I did it was a really bit. hard. It was really hard. Um, but Nancy really helped us navigate. I was there with my other friend as well. So that was good. That's ex- so it was the three of you just yeah. traveling through Thailand? Yeah. And it was great because some of it was her first experience too. She'd never been to Bangkok. So Nancy? Yeah. Wow. So that was really fun. That's <laughs> awesome. That's great. That definitely sounds like a favorite trip. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Okay. I have two. Okay. I In May, um, me and my boyfriend went to Bryce Canyon and Zion National Park in Utah beautiful places we camped in both of them for memorial day weekend and it was incredible and i loved it i've been to both of those places before he hadn't um but i didn't hike in them before because when i went i was much younger we just didn't do as much hiking um but i got to hike this time i didn't do angel's landing though in zion because memorial day weekend is like the busiest day and and you have to get the the raffle to go um, sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. <laughs> specifically, during my road trip, we ended it around there, but yeah. we made it a point to go there before they started the raffle. No, so. that was so smart, because it was a killer. And also the Narrows, mm-hmm. which is the other really famous one, was closed due to flooding. Was it? Yeah, so we couldn't do either of the two, like, really... Really iconic yeah. things. Um, we still did, like, beautiful hikes, though. We did the bottom part of Angel's Landing, so it's called, like, Scout's... Something Scouts Lookout, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's everything but the last mile. And that was hard as fuck, so. It was hard. And Angel's Landing is also a harder hike. Yeah. I low-key am kind of happy that they did start a lottery system. Because when I did it, there was a lot of people that were, like, not doing okay on that hike. Right. And That's kind of scary. Yeah. And, like, we were, nobody was really following most of the rules and we're, like, on this really steep cliff of. Right. But right, like you're gonna die. Yeah. So maybe some people need a little more restriction. But <laughs> I am sad that you weren't able to go though. Yeah. Um. Okay. But that was my one of my favorite of the two, and then my second one was when I went to Europe in September. I mean, seventeen days of Netherlands, Belgium, and Germany. Like, gotta be up the, up there for the top tier. Uh, that was incredible. But I've already given details on a podcast, so. Well, you shared those details with me, too, when you came back. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Um, Those were my two favorite trips of the year. I was so excited. Um, While we're talking about trips, or wait, should we do all of 2023 first before we move on to next year? Yeah. Okay. Next 2023 year in review question I have. Favorite work memory. This is going to be good. (laughs) Well, this is really hard because I feel like we have a lot of like really fun moments that I feel like we've had together. Yeah. Um, so work, for we... ex- like just for you, what do you say for your not for FYI, Coralie and I work together every day. We have the same Basically. schedule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we both work Monday through Friday. <laughs> she works like what seven to four. Yeah. I work nine to five. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we're, we're together different. all day every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, we definitely have bonded, for sure. <laughs> Favorite work memory, go. Um, honestly, it's too hard to pick one, but I really like the one that happened today. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because you already know what I'm talking about. I know, about. we're just giggling, you guys. Okay, go. Um, one of our managers, we were talking about, how did it go? We were talking about, um, how we should just be interested in, like, I had said, we were talking about boys, yes. and I had said, I've always liked nerds. Yes. And then I agreed, because I was like, yes. I think you said, like, nerds are always good, or something yeah. like that. nerds are always good, like, because we see a lot of bros, honestly. Right, right. Yeah. You had said, I don't like the bros. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I like nerds. And then our manager popped in, and he was like, oh, yeah, I really like the purple ones. <laughs> and it took us both off guard, first of all, because he wasn't really... <laughs> 
in that. And we were just so taken aback because we... It just took us a second to get yeah. ourselves and be like, what, what do you mean the purple the ones? <laughs> and then he just kept going. He was like, the red ones, the blue ones. He's like, what am I missing? The As clusters? Just like completely dying. Yeah, I laughed really hard about that. Yeah. Clearly he meant the candy. Yes. And we were talking about the boys. Yes. Right. Shout out to my boyfriend who is a nerd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was hilarious. Yes. And he was really confused. I'd say that one's a really good one. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of funny moments like that that I think are, like, some of my favorite memories throughout our time working together. Yeah. And I I'm sure we can pick one for each day. Really? <laughs> Related to that? I have also two for this one again. I just can't pick. Um, a while ago, I asked you... I was going across the street. There's a bar across the street. Oh, from my gosh. <laughs> and I was... <laughs> I was going across the street after work. We both got off at the same time. Yes. And I said, come across the street with me and have a, and like come hang out. And she was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. And I, like, out of nowhere, I was like, come have a green tea shot with me. And I guess you just, like, weren't expecting it or something. But both of us just laughed for a good few minutes. I anyway, it actually didn't happen, and I did go across the street to the bar, and I didn't end up getting a shot because I had forgotten my ID at home that day. Yeah. So they kicked me out of the bar. Um, but my second and more recent memory is that last... I've actually been meaning... I was going to say this on the podcast anyway. Last week at work, someone stole my bike. It was horrible. I got the bike two weeks ago, or two weeks before it was stolen. Um, yeah, it was locked in front of the restaurant, and... Someone took it, never to be seen again, and that was last Monday, and then last Friday, uh, all my managers, I guess, kind of chipped in. Mm-hmm. Actually, I heard it was on the company card. Which is kind of... <laughs> kind of yeah. That's kind of great in <laughs> they, itself. They bought me a new bike, um, and a new lock, which was incredible. I'm, like, so grateful for that. Yeah. Um, we named the new bike Cartier. She's... <laughs> She's gorgeous. Do they know the name of the old bike? The old bike was Dallas. May he rest in peace. Yes. This is Cartier. She's like a gorgeous, like, metallic teal. Very beautiful bike. Yeah. Um, and it was a very nice show that we, like, kind of wheeled it in through the back. And yeah, we were like, I didn't expect it at all. Yeah. But we were all sad. She was so excited when she got um, I, yeah. her first bike. <laughs> Sorry, I'm liking the name. <laughs> Dallas. I was very sad when Dallas was gone. Um, there was a new girl in her first day of orientation when it was when I discovered it had been stolen, mm-hmm. and I interrupted her orientation and talked to my managers. <laughs> and I was, uh, I admit, a bit dramatic, perhaps. Maybe just a Maybe. bit. Maybe. Are you going to share what you said? No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think we need to share that. As a matter of fact, my mom told me not to say that to anyone in public, ever. <laughs> well, the new girl's doing great, and she decided to stay. <laughs> she just... <laughs> I'm so glad she decided to stay. I didn't scare her off. Um, let's move on. <laughs> this is what... This is a cute one. What are you most grateful for in your year of 2023? Um, that one... So there's a little bit of a backstory with this question. Um, I liked this one because um, beginning of this year, I've started to list, like, before I go to bed, there's, like, a few questions I'll do about, like, great things that have happened during the day, something you did for somebody else, or, like, and then what you're grateful for. Very cute. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, And a lot that's come up throughout this year would be how grateful I am for, like, Obviously, my family. I talk about them so much. Um, mm-hmm. And then just that I'm, like, still doing all of the work for myself. And so I'm very grateful for my community, like, my friends, my family, and then the stuff that I'm doing to help myself, like, day-to-day, keep growing. Yeah. Like, eating right, writing, you know what I mean? All mm-hmm. those kind of things. You do love to eat. I love to eat. Every yeah. day I say, what are you going to do after work? She says, I'm going to eat. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and eat. Go home and eat. That's the only priority is my yeah. goals. But well, good for you. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, I'm happy that you're grateful for things. It's a good <laughs> thing to remember. A lot of people don't remember that. Yeah. It. I definitely agree with that because it's hard to be grateful for like the little things that you have. 
but I think being grounded and like understanding that everything that I have is a blessing yeah Um, and so I really try to appreciate that good what are you grateful for um without a doubt I am a people person and I'm most grateful for the people that I'm surrounded with and like most directly that would be like my family more directly like that would be like my mother Mm -hmm. um I call my mom every day I'm like beyond grateful for her because she's so tired of answering the phone when I call her three times in like 30 minutes um but she's the best (laughs) that's true family right there yeah it is (laughs) they'll always pick up too um I'm beyond grateful for my boyfriend and all he does for me and all the fun that we have and um like my stepmom and my brother and like all my friends and I have struggled a lot with friends this year because at the start of this year I was in a really bad place like living very isolated with that family that I was nannying for um and the people that I was friends with from college or from high school that like did like hang on and like check in on me I'm like beyond grateful for them no so, that's good to those people thank you and I know moving to Arizona was kind of hard too moving to Arizona was silly but <laughs> here we are <laughs> Here we are, and I'm grateful for the beautiful greenery of my hometown that I get to go see soon, or that I have just seen yeah. during Christmas time. Absolutely. Um, okay, next question. What was, this one's like a Spotify wrapped question. Okay. Do you have, do you, did you look at your Spotify wrapped? Um, I did. So what kind of music did you listen to this year? Okay, well. Most streamed artists, perhaps? My most streamed was definitely... Um, a mix between um, Rainbow Kitten Surprise for sure on on your list. Oh, I have a friend who really likes that. Yes, really I... likes that. It's a group who really likes them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I definitely like them a lot. My friend from Alaska showed them to me. Mm-hmm. And then Frank Ocean is also a big one. Okay. And then um. Those were the two big ones. Those yeah, are the ones for those are your like yeah. favorites. Um, are they your favorites or just your most streamed? Uh, definitely favorites and most okay. streamed. But synonymous. It's funny because there's a third category that's like lo-fi slash like <laughs> calming music that I play like basically in the background of everything that I do. Mm-hmm. It just helps me concentrate. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are definitely good. I have like a lot of songs that I do like, but I feel like yours will definitely be different. Mine are a little more, like, indie, <laughs> classical, chill. And then Mine is country. <laughs> yours is country. So, yeah. Well, okay, so I don't have Spotify. I have Apple Music, and mine is with, joint with my brother. And he listens to music way more than I do. So it's mixed. So it's mostly his music, but I can tell which one is from him and which one is from me. So... Technically, like, the two of us, the most streamed artist was Morgan Wallen. But that's, like, all him, because I didn't listen to Morgan as much as I usually do this year. Yes. Um, but if I had my own, I think my most streamed artist would be Zach Bryan. For sure. I've loved him for a long time. I've heard you talk about how much you love him. I, <laughs> I do love him, and I also love the Turnpike Troubadours. Um, Turnpikes for short, of course. Of course. Uh... I've loved them for a while, too, but they're about to get really popular because they're going... You know Chris Stapleton? You know the song Tennessee Whiskey? Yes. Yep. <laughs> he sings that song. Okay. And so they're opening for him. He's going oh. on tour. So they're about to get, like, really popular. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, will you go see them? No, because they don't have any solo concerts mm. anywhere around here. They're only doing concerts with Chris Stapleton. Yeah. But he's really popular, so tickets to go see them would be like three hundred dollars yeah i tried to see my two top because they're both going on tour this Mm -hmm. like during this time and they actually both ended up canceling and (laughs) i know around like a few weeks apart too and i was like and i was gonna go to oregon to one of their shows really yeah oh oregon would be such a good place for indie music it really would and i was pretty bummed oh that's so sad i know that would have been pretty cool um, yeah, the turnpikes are coming as part of, like, a music festival. Oh, that's even better. But it's just so expensive. It definitely is. Oh, yeah. Life's really expensive <laughs> right now, too. 
Yeah, we got some bills coming up. We got some bills coming up. <laughs> um, but, oh, I also am going to see Cody Johnson. Did I tell you about that? You I did, did tell you about concert tickets, and you yeah. said, why would you do that? You have so many bills coming up. I did say that. <laughs> um, but Cody That's Johnson, only because we had just talked about... I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went home and bought two, <laughs> two concerts. <laughs> yeah, but Cody Johnson, he's coming here, and I have to go see him. I just love him. Well, I'm happy it'll help boost morale. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I still support it. Because um, I was also going to buy concert tickets. Yeah, you should. I support that. Okay, next question. This one's, like, most related to my podcast, I'd say. This is, like, a fave women's empower moment of the year. Favorite, favorite feminist memory of the year. And I'm going to go first on this one because I'm really excited to talk about this. Okay. And I'm going to talk about this, like, briefly because I do want to go more in-depth on a different episode. I've got a plan in mind. But my favorite feminist memory of the year is how well women's sports did in 2023 and how high the predictions are for 2024. By that, I mean that women's sports are predicted to make $1 billion. To be exact, $1.28 billion in 2024. That is a... 300% 300% increase since 2021. That's crazy. 300% increase in three years. Like, that is absolutely bonkers. Um, And the Women's World Cup was this year, and it was, like... Crazy. I heard a lot of Absolutely insane. And breaking, like, breaking records of, like, viewership for games, even though the games were at, like, four in the morning. Um, like... Oh, it's just, like, insane. And there was, like, records broken for, like, women's volleyball games and women's basketball games. And fucking Caitlin Clark is, like, off the charts. And it's just, like, so good. And I'm so into women's sports. And I definitely do know the most about soccer just because that's what I follow the most. Mm-hmm. But just that people are investing and, like, they're getting screen time and they're getting sponsors. And people are, like, buying jerseys and buying tickets to go see them live is, like, so important and a lot of like big people who own like networks and stuff are saying like there's a market there and we're going to put our money into it and the numbers came out and 1.28 billion doesn't lie baby that is good so that is my favorite feminist memory of the year i'm so excited and next year we have the paris olympics and some good stuff is going to happen we got some good female athletes which is good because they're already growing that following now and it's yep. just going to get crazier. Oh, it's just going to get better and better and better mm-hmm. and it's a good time. No, that's good. Yeah, I'm excited for it you. It makes me so happy. Okay, please share. All right. So, I would say um Michelle Yeoh. Have you heard about that? Mhm. Um is the first Asian actress to win an Oscar. That was Have you seen that movie? I have. And I didn't we watch it. Loved it. Really? Um, I watched it with some of my family. And oh, say the movie in case people don't know. Um, the movie is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Uh, it was really good because it was all over the place. It really had you pretty scattered and just kind of following the story of them. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, this one's definitely going to win something. Um, but what it I won did a lot long, of stuff. It did. See, that's me interrupting again. I'm no, sorry. it's good. <laughs> Go ahead. But it did. Um, it won. I knew it, it would. It would. I knew it would win something, but I didn't know that it would be the first Asian actress to like win yeah. anything female. Asian That's actress. crazy. Yeah, and so that really grounded me for a moment because I was like, "Wait, like we haven't done this at all, like ever." Um. So then I thought that was a really good moment for them, and the speech was also really touching. I actually do remember that. Yeah. I saw it live. I love yeah. award shows personally, so I like try to. That's that surprises fun. me fun. so much. <laughs> really, yeah. little fun fact about me. No, me and my mom used to watch them all the time. Um, the Tonys. Oh, I never miss a Tony. <laughs> do you know who that is? I do know that's what the Tony. Okay, <laughs> um, I knew, I know where you're coming from because it's kind of weird if I would know what that is. Yeah, but um, I do. I love the Tonys. Anyway. I remember I watched that live, I watched her acceptance speech live, and then I, like, kept seeing clips of it online, just because it was, like, so important. That was a yeah. big deal. It was a big moment. When was that? That was um, a while ago in It was. I would say it was probably, like, mid, mid throughout the year. Yeah. Um, I can't sure remember when the Oscars are. No. <laughs> Don't have that. Oh, but related to this, 
Um, the Golden Globe nominations came out. Oh, yeah. And Margot Robbie was nominated for Best Leading Actress for Barbie. Yes. And I would just like to say... Ryan Gosling was not nominated, which I'm not celebrating his nomination more than her nomination, but I would just like to point out the irony that all the people who completely missed the point of the movie and said, oh my god, Ryan Gosling's totally gonna get an Oscar for his role, he was so great and so funny, fuck you, because (laughs) you not only missed the whole point of the movie, but you're also just so wrong, because if he's not nominated for a Golden Globe, he will not be nominated for an Oscar. It's true. But I'm also very excited because. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, she got nominated for one, which means she could win the Oscar for it, which would be cool. Have you seen the show Marvelous Miss Maisel? No, but I know that that won a bunch of Emmys, yeah? It's like my favorite show. I don't Um, watch a lot of shows. I'm a big TV show person, not so much movies. But it's a really good show, really good comedy, and I was really rooting for that one to win a bunch of awards um i know definitely won a couple but i haven't checked to see if there's the leading actress or anything um okay well share your favorite show that you watched this year um marvelous was measles oh sure (laughs) that's a little awkward no it's good i would say that one was for sure my favorite i would rewatch that one multiple times do you have Um, a favorite book um a favorite book I don't know if I can necessarily say I have a favorite one right now. One comes to mind, but I had I haven't touched it in a while, and I can't remember the title at the moment. So, not a big reader. Hope you really cut I that out. I do remember. <laughs> I remember, um, like one of the first days, I was like, "Do you like to read or something?" And you're like, "Yeah, I like to read." And I was like, "Oh, me too. I love to read." Mm-hmm. And you like full body turned to me, and you're like, "No." There's a difference between liking to read and loving to read. Yes. And I mean that in the way of I like to read, and then there's people who love to read, that, like, read consistently, lots of books always on the agenda, and can speak, like, everything to do with all their books. I like to read passively for fun every now and then, but my sisters and you are very in common like that, so I definitely had to, like... I'm a love-to-read person. Yeah. Definitely had to, like tell you that right off the bat yeah or else we were gonna get stuck in a lot of book talks that <laughs> yeah that's true um to answer those questions myself real quick um i do not watch tv shows but i'm currently watching game of thrones with my boyfriend i don't love it i like some of the storylines i think that it's like impressive more than anything that someone just like created that out of their brain Um, I find that Mm -hmm. sort of imagination, like, just, like, prodigy level. But as for the amount of tits that I see on screen consistently, kind of done with it. Yeah, even when it starts the show just right off the bat, there's, like, an intense scene right off the bat. Yeah, no, I'm about halfway through season five, and I'm just, like, extremely tired of the incredulous over-sexualization that that show continuously portrays. Um, so, yeah. I am ready. I want to finish it, but I'm ready for it to be done. Uh, as for a favorite book, I've read a lot of books this year. I read a lot. Um, I don't know if I have, if I can think of one that stands out. Uh, I read a really good book when I was in Europe. It was called The Knicks. That was really good. But that's about, what was that about? Um, it was about, it was about, it was, like, split, like, the time frame from, like, modern to, like, past, you know? Um, this mom was, like, in the civil rights, like, kind of got, like, herself wound into, like, some sort of, like, civil rights debate, and then it was, like, the present day, like, her son, but, like, she had abandoned him. Mm-hmm. because she, like, was, like, wild and, like, kind of... Not, like, wild in a bad way, but, like, free. Like, free-spirited. And he was, like... Had, like, major mommy issues. This sounds like a great book. It was should, really good. I, I should didn't sell that. <laughs> I know I didn't sell that very well. Okay, you know what? Stop. 
I have a list of books. Let's see. Oh, I read The Song of Achilles this year. Have see, you read that? A list of books. See, that definitely <laughs> tells you right there the difference between someone who likes to read and someone the who The Song loves of Achilles absolutely took me out. Um, I read Matthew Perry's memoir before he died. That was interesting. Oh, I read The Da Vinci Code this year. Oh, changed the way I view the world. Um, I read I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, how was that? That was insane. Yeah, that one's actually on my list to read. That was sure. really good. Um, I read The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. That was a really good book. And you're about to start the Paris mo- uh, memoir. Yeah, I Paris Hilton memoir. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. Um, I read a lot of Colleen Hoover this year. I don't like Colleen Hoover. I just read her because she's popular. I don't think she's a good writer. Sorry for the Hoover hate, but it's a fact, and she's just not a good author. Okay, let's move on from books. <laughs> okay. I think those are all the questions I have for 2023. Okay. Do you want to move on to what we're looking forward to next year? Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. First question I have, which is, like, the most basic question, is what are your New Year's resolutions? Um, so I would say I'm going to probably get back. We'll keep on of being grateful mm-hmm. and just keep working on myself and stuff like that. And in that, I'm going to work on my photography a bit more. That's something that I liked as an outlet. Um, so I'm hoping to get back into that in the new year. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also hoping to go back to school, which would be really nice. Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. That would be a really big feat for me because it's been so long since I've been in school. Yeah. But I think it would be good. I think that would be the, night, the right next step for me. And so those are two really big ones for me. Those are say. huge. Yeah. yeah. Those are really big. But very doable. Yes, very And cool. I think you have a great work ethic to, like, be able to get those done. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. But, yeah, I'll put those out there. So those are probably the ones that I would be gunning for. What about you? New Year's resolutions. Um, so on my list that I'm looking at right now, I wrote be a baddie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that one's, like, obvious. <laughs> Check. Uh. Well, you kind of will be because you'll be graduating right I will be graduating Mm -hmm. in May um so I guess like there's basic ones like you know like get good grades graduate um I'm planning on moving at some point next year so that's like a really big step in my life um I think a lot of that comes with just like you know what okay I have been thinking about this a lot new year's resolution is two things number one be very happy in the moment and what I'm doing I struggle a lot with I guess like the name for it would be like FOMO but I feel like it's kind of more FOMO is a real yeah I think it's more advanced than FOMO because it's like I just want to be like very content with my choices and not be thinking about like what are other people doing right now and I do that a lot ever since I left in-person school at Chicago um Mm -hmm. because I'm like oh what would I be doing right now if I'm a student and like what would I be doing right now like if I was still in my sorority or still in my soccer team and that's just, like, a really negative way of thinking for me. Yeah. And I want to get out of that mindset. And then along with that, my second New Year's resolution is that this year is a really big year for me. I graduate college. I'm going to hopefully be moving, like, somewhere across the country with a boy um, away from my family, away from both of our families. And, like, I really want to get a job. Not, like, a gross, like, stupid, boring desk job but like I'm really excited for what I'm getting a degree in and I like want to work about something I'm passionate in yeah to give back um yeah and so those are just a lot of big things happening in my life and I guess I just want to like have a good mindset about those and be like as prepared as I can be for them coming up no those are really good and I'm excited for you because you're about to like tear into like a really big chapter in your life yeah graduating college and starting like the quote-unquote big girl job of oh big girl jobs scare me (laughs) so much well considering you're really good at getting like a plus 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 right throughout all your work (laughs) i i don't think you'll have any issues we'll see the personality i have all the faith thank you i appreciate that 
So those are my New Year's resolutions. Um, very important question. Any trips planned for 2024? Um, so there's a couple that... I don't have anything planned planned, but I have a few in mind that I would like to do. Um, there's, Share with the class. <laughs> there's... I brought up earlier, um, my friend Nancy had gotten her visa. And in Canada, right, right. Right. So I was hoping to go and pay a visit to her. Um... I'm not sure which part of Canada yet, um, so I will be reaching out to her to figure that out. But that'd be really cool to do, a, like, maybe, like, a three-day, four-day trip there and fly yeah. in, fly out. Um, luckily, since Canada's not too crazy far. And then uh, there's possibly another trip um, with my family to Mexico we'll be doing for a week. and Or a month. Or a month. Um, month would be crazy. That would be life-changing. <laughs> You'd come back like, hola! <laughs> but, no. The, but, yeah, there'd be that one. And I'm looking forward to that one. We're still working out the details. So, the one would probably be around, they change it to maybe May. So, yeah. we'll see. Um, those are the two big ones. And then maybe go to California and see my brother for a little bit. That one's definitely a doable trip. Very so, doable. Yeah, I would like to see him sometime next year. Um, I mean, I'll see him, but I'd like to visit him. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. Those are very good trips. Um, I also have quite a few trips. I mean, I do want to move, so that's like a permanent trip, yeah. I guess. I count that as a trip. Okay, sure. so I want to move somewhere into the East Coast. Um, I'm also going to Miami in May to graduate from college. You're going on a cruise too, aren't you? And then, yeah. yeah. And then, as like kind of like a graduation celebration for me and also my brother graduated college last year, so like for both of us, um, we're going on a cruise to the Bahamas out of Florida. Um, I'm excited. And my boyfriend's coming, and him and I met on a cruise. So it's a cute little like rendezvous. <laughs> it's very cute. Um, and then both my moms will be there as well. So it'll be super fun, the five of us. And it'll be your first time in Florida. Yeah, my first yeah. time in Florida. And since my school is in Miami, it's right next to the Everglades National Park. Big national park gal. Yes. And there's a smaller one next to it. That Biscayne we Bay. Yes. So there's two. So on the to the west of Miami is Everglades. Hoping to see some crocs. And then to the east is Biscayne Bay, which is on the coast. And that's like known for snorkeling with like sea turtles and manatees and i think that's super cool isn't it wild that they're so close together but one's known for something pretty dangerous yeah and the other one's kind of cute and friendly and they're like yeah, i know get in the water they're just like on the other sides of one city yeah yeah no that's crazy but i'm really excited for that and then i may take a trip back to chicago to see my friends before they graduate from school oh yeah we talked about that yeah um but that all depends on funding. <laughs> yes. So we'll see how those that goes. Those concert tickets are speaking. <laughs> right. They are. They're speaking loudly. Um, so those are my travel destinations for next year that I'm really excited about. No, those are... I love looking forward to a good trip. Yeah. Me too. I'm a, I'm a, I need a trip to keep me sane. Well, this one will be fun because it'll be with your family. And then maybe you'll be able to also travel and see your friends. Yeah. Those are two really good ones. Um, okay, we've talked a lot about traveling. I think it's time that you kind of break down your travel experience. People always have so many questions about this. And, like, I've traveled quite a bit through Europe. Coralie's traveled a lot through the U.S. Also a big National Parks gal, yes. <laughs> as you'll shortly <laughs> understand. Um, I want her to explain, like, what she did where she was, how she got there, how she afforded it, how it went. Did she make friends? Did she like it? No, you I know, no friends. Like, <laughs> just kind of talk us through. So I want you to just kind of, like, explain, like, how it all started and what you did. The floor um, is yours. Well, perfect. Thank you for the floor. <laughs> the actual nice. floor that we're sitting on. Um, so I decided to start traveling at a horrible time. Um... It was a great time for me in my life because I had the I was able to go and travel. I had saved up some stuff, some money, and I was in a place where 
trying something really big, new, and dramatic would be kind of nice. My family really encouraged me to try traveling. But the bad timing was because it was just before COVID. So I had put in my notice at my job, and I was working my last month, and then COVID started. And then I had already gotten my job at Yellowstone. That was the first place I decided to go and live for like six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that got postponed a little longer, and I ended up staying home with my family for like two or three months, just not working, not doing anything, because my job had also started like letting people go too. Um, so it was just a bad time to like really make a big life change. And my family was a little nervous because they're like, we still encourage it, but we don't know what all of this is about. <laughs> yeah. And then travel restrictions started coming into play, and so it was just a weird time. But um. So, well, like, what was your job? So then you eventually got to Yellowstone. I did, yes. And what did you do there? Um, I was um, a assistant food and beverage manager. So I ran, I helped run a restaurant, um, two bars, and then... Um, I assisted kind of in the kitchen as well, like... Of a, was, like, of a restaurant at the park? Uh, at the park. So it was, like, an employee EDR. Oh, okay, okay. Um, employee, like, dining room. Yeah. EDR, yeah. And so I kind of helped oversee that, and I had a manager above me, and I just assisted her. Okay. Um, honestly, it was a really nice job. Like... Yeah? Yeah. I had a great time. A lot of the people I worked with were amazing, it was very different for me because this was my first step into, like, traveling alone and then just kind of moving into a place I'd never been and then making friends and becoming a manager of a bunch of employees that would only work there for a short time and then we'd all leave. Right. That's, so, like, a big change. And then living in the national park. So there's just a lot of, like, really cool new things for me. How did you find the job? And, like, how was... How did you apply and interview and, like, was the hiring, like, normal? Like, how did you find the job? Um, so finding the job was actually not that hard. Um, I had briefly talked to somebody who came into my job at the time, and they were like, yeah, this is kind of what I do. You should look up this website. And then that kind of opened a lot of doors, and the website was called Coolworks, um, and the Coolworks website kind of plugs into all, like, seasonal work jobs for the United States. It's kind of like a one, it's one website to start from that everyone goes to, and there's a lot of other ones that start there too. Yeah. Um, but I went to Coolworks, and you basically just picked a state, and you're like, you could pick anywhere you wanted to go, and wow. I just kind of shopped around for a job and where I wanted to go first. Mm-hmm. And then, so you were in Yellowstone for six months, you did that, and then what happened? Um, I worked there, and then we finished the season, which was summer, and then I was like, well, I like this a lot, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so then I was like, well, I just want to go to my next one, so I just shopped around and went to a winter seasonal job, and so I was like, well, I want to learn how to ski, and so I, <laughs> that was literally how I made my decision. Okay. And so I went to Big Sky, Montana, and got a roommate there who was amazing, um, I really like her. And we got along really well. It was a very intimate room. It was a very intimate room setting. Um, we literally two beds and a small... It was probably as big as your room, if I'm being honest. Oh, with two beds in it? Yeah. Cakes. Yeah, it was pretty intimate. But um, I liked it, and I learned how to ski, and I met a lot of really cool people there. So what were what was your job there? Um, I was a barista, so I worked at a coffee shop. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, if I could go back, I would pick a different job. <laughs> you didn't like the barista? I did not like that. Um, oh my gosh. I recommend being a lifty <laughs> or working in rentals, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. They have ski breaks, and they can, they have a lot of other perks that I didn't know you could get at the time. Mm-hmm. But what's great about working at these tourist destinations is you get a lot of, like, benefits. So, like, I had a free ski pass. I had massive discounts for, like, buying skis and boots. And I lived on site. And 
you could also get like discounts for friends and family to come and visit you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also got discounts for neighboring ski resorts too. So we went to Jackson Hole and we went to Targhee. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we went to Targhee. And oh Targhee is like, it's literally like such a fantasy place to be. Very Narnia to me. Oh, like, yeah? It has a place in my heart for sure. Are you a good skier now? Um, I'm, I can hold my ground, but <laughs> okay. I don't think I'm an adrenaline junkie like most people are. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So then you were, so you went from Yellowstone to Big Sky and then where? And then from there, I went to Maine. Yes. So I went to Maine because... <laughs> this is so crazy. I Okay, I did travel because I wanted to be in the national parks. So I went to um, Acadia National Park, and I, sta- I stayed at Mount Desert Island. Um, and that was... What did you do there? I worked at the Astaku Inn. It was like a historic hotel. Oh, you showed me a picture of this one. Yes. Like the white building. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. It was very nice. The property was great. Um, we had a lot of, like, A-list people that would come in and we'd serve. And I kind of went there because I wanted seafood. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to Was it good? It was so good. Oh. Like, I've you never just been go. to Maine. You've got to go. Not when to. it's cold. Don't go in the winter, but. Were, were you there in the. Summer? I was there in the summer, and I stayed till October. Um, and it was cold by then? Yeah, it started getting colder for sure, and that's when we, like, started closing down the whole place to be closed for the entire winter. Oh, it's just closed, closed. Yeah, it was closed, oh, wow. closed, because it the winds are just so strong, they get, like, ice winds and stuff oh. um, on the island, so it's just too much. Okay. Um, and then... but. Staying, I loved my season there for sure. Did a lot of traveling, tons of hiking. I liked that I could just go to any little convenience store and they had like some seafood I can just buy. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go to these places and you get hired for the job, how do you find a place to stay? So that was part of, I have these little requirements I give myself before I picked a place. Yeah. So I would definitely look at housing. Housing has to be um included or they have to help me figure out how to get housing Um, okay and then i also need to get paid enough that because i only spent as much as i made that season right um or i tried to and because some places are very expensive maine and alaska are very expensive places (laughs) um yellowstone not so much yeah montana a little cheaper (laughs) a little cheaper but Um, so when I would talk to them and do these interviews, I'd be like, is housing included? Most of the time they know the questions that we're going to ask. So they're like, housing is included, or Mm -hmm. this is how much you have to pay for housing, which is a room and it's super cheap normally. Yeah. Um, there are some because seasonal works become more popular as of late, um, the last few years for sure. Now that everyone's traveling, um, those room accommodations have definitely gone up. I've really? Seen. Yeah. Because okay. of demand. Yeah. Like, these are isolated places. There's not a lot of places to stay. So they do take advantage of that. That makes sense. Um, so you were in Maine. Yes. You loved Maine. You were there until October. And then where? Um, so I road tripped back. Um, back from Maine to Arizona. Yeah, from Maine to Arizona with a friend of mine. And we visited a bunch of states and... We had a really great time. I enjoyed my road trip with her. We did a bunch of haunted houses and museums. Oh, because it was October. I was like, why are you going to haunted houses? That's weird. We did so many in so many different states. Was there a best one? I would have to say I... We went to a amusement park. I know that's kind of weird, but it was like a Halloween amusement park. Well, that's a lie. It was an amusement park, but it was in theme of Halloween because of the time of year. Uh-huh. And... In what state? It was... Hold on, I gotta pull that. But... It's worth pulling it up. Okay. Because maybe you've been there. I almost promise that I haven't. I'm trying to, like, think um, back to... Not a big amusement park person. Um, it wasn't Chicago... Oh, well, if it was around Chicago, maybe. Sandusky? Never heard of it. Okay. (laughs) 
It was called Cedar Point, and that was such a fun amusement park. Like, I would recommend taking my family there. Like, really? I, I really liked it. Okay, if and anyone's around Sandusky and, yeah. and uh, Halloween time. They're probably going to be like, yeah, we've been there all the time. But um, it was definitely worth the stop. We did a bunch of the haunted houses, and we did a ton of rides, and it wasn't super crowded. So it was perfect for what we were, what we were looking for. Um, how did we get on this? <laughs> Five stars. So you road trip back from Maine to oh, Arizona, yes. got back, and then I believe you had one more stop um, or one more destination. Yes, and then my last seasonal job is Alaska. That was the last this one I This is the one I'm the most jealous of. Alaska was amazing. I think a lot of people that's on their list to go to Alaska. Yeah. Um, I will say that I learned a lot. I thought I knew stuff about Alaska. I didn't know anything. You can say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anything about Alaska. Um... I really thought it was just all snow there. I really didn't think that it had, like, summery season time. Um, And so I packed, like, too heavily for winter there because our summer was definitely... There were still glaciers and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but I could wear a t-shirt and jeans and walk around and it was fine. So you were there for summer? I was there for summer. Isn't that when, like, the sun doesn't go down? Correct. So we had... That's crazy. (laughs) It was always sunny. And we had Solstice as well. So I did celebrate Solstice Festival there. Oh, my gosh. Um, we went to, like, a concert, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so what did you do? What was your job in Alaska? Um, I worked at a boating company, and I worked for as a group's assistant. So I helped handle, like, big parties that were coming in from corporations, cruise ships, because we were a cruise port. Or, like, Make-A-Wish Foundation, like, a lot of those kind of people. Yeah. And I would coordinate them coming in, any special requirements, help with pay, like, tax-exempt stuff and things like that. And then in your free time, you'd just go hike a glacier? Yeah, so I'd, I'd leave work or... And it sucked because I have really bad motion sickness, so I work oh, for a boating so company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um... So, going on those trips was really hard for me, but I did try to go on a couple of them. But then, yeah, I would get off work, and then we would go hike somewhere. But the thing about Alaska is everything's really far apart. Mm-hmm. So, traveling and commuting between everything, you have to, like, plan um, pretty far in advance. Because, like, even me um, flying into Anchorage, which is the city, like, right. everybody knows Alaska, um... And I had to plan my bus ride down to Seward, which is where I worked for the season. That's, which is and very, that's more south than yeah, Anchorage. Okay. Very south. Um, and then... Alaska is massive. It's huge. It's so big. It's way bigger. Like, I knew it was big, but I didn't know how big it was, and I didn't know how, like, there's really not a lot of ways to, tra- like, get around. Um and car rentals are pretty expensive and stuff like that. So carpooling and anytime, this is when the FOMO conversation from earlier really falls into play. Oh, I see Seward. I'm looking at a map. Yeah. I see Seward. This is when that FOMO conversation falls into play. I'd say a lot while traveling and doing things. There's always people, these are tourist destinations, so there's always stuff going around, like going on around you. Mm-hmm. Um so if someone's like, hey, I'm going to Anchorage for the weekend to do this, um, it's really hard for you to say no or to not just spontaneously go. Right. Um, but I'd say definitely some of my best experiences were for just saying yes. Good. Was, That's yeah. good. Um, and then you were in Alaska. So you were in Alaska for six months. Yeah, six months. And then came back here. Yes. And now you're just back. Yeah, now I'm back. I love traveling, and I really needed to, like, explore, like, what every the world had to offer. And I'm still obviously traveling. I, I was just in Thailand right. um, earlier this year. but And I have trips coming up. But I don't know if I'm ready to, like, pack up and live somewhere again for another six months mm-hmm. and share a room with several other people. Because in Alaska, I had three other roommates. It was yeah. four of us in a room. And then 
there's like other seasonal jobs that don't even give you housing. Like it is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but it's worth it. And I think everyone travels in different ways, but this is just how I did it. And I liked it and it worked for me. And now I think I'm thinking more long term now at this point. Yeah. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean those are all great experiences. Could you pick a favorite one? So I get asked that a lot. <laughs> I would I don't know, every single place had its own unique things of why it was my favorite. Like yeah. I would say Yellowstone was my favorite because I had never hiked or seen as much like trees and outdoors waterfalls and like Right. It's just like beautiful. It's just beautiful. Outside. Yeah. And then um Big Sky made me love snow. Like I never knew I could love and appreciate snow I like hate I did. Snow. Yeah, and I think I could live in it. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> like I did there. And then Maine was great because of the food. Loved the food and it was a very rich area that I was in, like with people and plants and like Oh, I wealthy mean, like, people. Wealthy. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so like that atmosphere was pretty it was nice to be around. Like it was refreshing. From, yeah. like, day-to-day life here kind of in like, Phoenix. romanticize your <laughs> life a little bit. <laughs> um, and then Alaska, I absolutely love the people that I met. Like, yeah, because those are, like, you're still, like, good friends with your Alaska group, right? Yeah, I definitely still talk to them, and I have a trip that I will be seeing them on. Um, right. Yeah, so I will be meeting up with them for a 30th birthday of one of them, and so... I'm very excited to see them all in Florida, but, um... So each each one has its own perks. Yeah, and I'd say those were probably here for, like, kind of settling in a little bit. Yeah, and I've enjoyed settling in. Yeah. Um, before I left traveling, I sold all my stuff. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I sold everything, so now it's kind of nice to, like, find a new, like, I'm buying new stuff for myself. And, yeah. And, like... I'm like, oh, well, I like this stuff now, and I'm finding out. I have found out just new things that I like and where I want to be. and mm-hmm. It's like I'm regrowing a new me now, which is nice. A new Coralie. Yeah, a new me. <laughs> um, that all sounds great. I think that's, like, really interesting to hear about just because it's such a unique experience. Um, I know people who travel but not who have traveled like that. Mm-hmm. So I think... I I just really appreciate you sharing your stories and how you did it. So, if you want to go do it, go on, what's the website? You said Cool Works. Yes. For seasonal work. I'd say it's a really great place to, like, start. And from there, you'll, it'll unlock so much more. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, It's about time to wrap up this episode. This was a good talk. Is there anything else we need to include about our 2023 or what we're looking forward to in 2023? No, I think we've covered it. I think the biggest part of I think we're going to do next year is to continue to be grateful and to be present. Yeah. And to appreciate those little things, you know? Mm-hmm. And continue traveling, of course. Oh, yeah. Definitely Big traveling. travel gals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Still traveling. Still traveling. <laughs> um, I would like to say, just to all those listeners, that while we've been talking, we've been sipping on these drinks and I think they're god-awful. Oh, we have lots to say. But <laughs> it's called, I really want to try these. It's called a mom, mom Waters. And, and this one's called Karen. Karen. <laughs> it's lemon blueberry flavored. And I want to try it because it's zero carbonation. And I hate carbonation. I don't like soda. I don't like, like, barely any alcohol. Because I don't like the bubbles that, like, attack me yeah. when I drink it. So this is zero carbonation. But it just takes, like puke water okay not at all okay (laughs) maybe we have different taste buds we definitely have different taste buds but it's definitely not great like i wouldn't buy this like she's right they were expensive yeah it doesn't taste amazing but this is so doesn't taste like alcohol at all um definitely tastes like water with like some lemon like the acid I hate lemon with water. I maybe I shouldn't have gotten the lemon blueberry flavor. I think that's where we went wrong. But um, if you don't want any carbonation though, and you're trying to drink, I think it would be fine. I think maybe if I tried a different flavor, 
I like, don't know. imagine if this was strawberry. Imagine if mom like water. Like a little tint of strawberry. Imagine it. if this company sponsored my podcast after I just called their product pu- puke water. They'd send you a bunch more and be like, here, try these try. instead and then tell everyone how much you liked it. That would just be me being an influencer. <laughs> I'd um, be making it, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> then I could go to all the concerts I want <laughs> and pay my fat bills. Um, that On that note... <laughs> We're gonna call call it quits, and that's all we have to say. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy Enjoy New Year. your 2024. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.